Now, in my experience, growth usually comes from a source of pain or discomfort, which pushes you to try something new or interrupt an old behavior simply because you come to realize that the pain of remaining the same, of remaining who you are and where you are, is far greater than the discomfort it's going to take for you to change and try something new. My intention for this show is to inspire growth within you. So if you want to familiarize yourself with the journey many have taken to drastically change their lives, this is the place to be. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Grow With Moon podcast. Today we have Kevin Carton, who is a transformational coach who helps creatives live their soul's purpose. And he does this by blending science and spirituality. Kevin, Thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you, Moin. I'm excited to be here. I hope uh, that was a fair introduction in a nutshell. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you, um, uh, I'm pretty sure that was from my Instagram bio, which it's, it's spot on. So it's, it's the shortest amount of time and really it's all you need to know. And we can go d- deeper, of course. <laughs> yeah, that is from your uh, Instagram bio. So Kevin, so one of the uh, major reasons that I have you on here is that um, I really love your story, hmm. uh, the journey that you talked about multiple times on your social media platform already, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just uh, it's just uh, such a powerful story that highlights such great human qualities such as uh, you know courage, and uh, having the awareness of uh, the pain that sometimes surrounds you through difficult situations and asking it deep questions to really use it as a teacher to um, you know align yourself with things that make you happy or feel fulfilled so i would love to hear your personal story again starting from back when you were in um in uh in medical school Mm. sure yeah and i really appreciate what you shared about that because it's um it's never easy i mean i've heard it said that uh the decisions that we make in life are that they shape our reality in the future and, and not just, you know, simple decisions, but those big life decisions. Um, and it really matters how you make those decisions, which I'll touch on because there's um, really only two, two choices to make. Uh, either you're choosing out of love or out of fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got that from Jim Carrey. He had a commencement address, address in, um, I think it was like 2014. You can, Google, like you can just, you know, look it up on YouTube. It's amazing. And he, he says there's, there's always only those two choices. Um, but the challenge is that fear often disguises itself as practicality. So that's where I was. I mean, back in 2014, oh, go figure. Wow, I just realized that <laughs> <laughs> when I was like making this decision, he was giving that commencement address around that time. Um, but yeah, I was, I was in school to get my doctorate in pharmacy. Um, and it was a six-year-long path. I was in it for about three and a half to four years when. I started to realize that I did not want to continue down that professional path because I I saw this I saw what that industry was um, was uh, doing and like generally like it's not that pharmace- pharmaceutical industry is all bad um, but there's many improvements that can be made made because it's mainly just uh, you know making mo- it's like the business of making money not actually making people better. Mm. Um, and that, that kind of uh, got to me when I started to become more aware. Like at first when I was in school, it was more of just, you know, um, this will be a good job and I'll make good money, just very logical. 
But then when I started to realize like what was happening, because I started working at a community pharmacy and I saw the same people coming back again and again and again, like month after month to refill their prescriptions and they weren't getting any better. I could just see on their faces and their body and like their, just their demeanor that it was, they were just um, sustaining a certain level of health, not mm-hmm. actually healing. Wow. So it was like, I, I saw it as we were like treating symptoms rather than the underlying cause of the disease. And I just, I felt horrible about that. And I knew I didn't want that to become my life's work. And so I had, I was faced with a choice, which was choose to stay in this secure path. Mm-hmm. It's very logical. The success rate in that from my school was like every, it's like 98% of the graduating wow. class got jobs. Um, and the average salary for a pharmacist, even just at a community pharmacy, it's like six figures. And so I, that was my path. And so I had the choice to make to, to stay with that, but deep down feel out of alignment with my, myself, like who, what and what I believed just to make money or to discontinue that path, discontinue going to pharmacy school and choose a whole new path that, which I had, I didn't really have fully formed. Um, I wasn't sure it was very uncertain, obviously, because um, mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was going to, you know, go to a, to switch up my major. It was, I was literally going to drop out in a in this case, I ended up getting a, a four-year degree, which I'm, I'm very proud of and grateful for. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I did discontinue my, uh, my doctorate degree, uh, received a lot of, um, disagreement, obviously for, first off for my parents, mm-hmm. uh, but then confusion for my friends because they, they, they thought like I was crazy for not mm-hmm. continuing on that path. But it ultimately came down to that choice of either love or fear. I would have stayed out of fear. Exactly. Which mm-hmm. was disguised as practicality, as I said, because it was very practical to stay in school and to continue on that path to just get a secure job and make money, which is a real concern. It wasn't that that wasn't on my mind. But what mattered more to me in that moment, which then set up you know, my whole story over the last six years since then, that I chose, I made my choice out of love. So I would have I loved to do something different and, and not contribute to an industry I didn't believe in um, to help people really heal and not just treat symptoms, but really get to the underlying cause of why someone is the way that they are, like the, experiencing the challenges or problems that they're facing. So yeah, it was, it was a difficult decision. It was uncertain, but in making that decision, it, it changed the rest of my life. And the day of my last final is when I got connected with my, my mentor who I, I've been studying with since that time. And she changed my life. She, her name is Mary, Mary Morrissey. And I started studying with her and her programs. And she's in one form or another, a, a life coach. I don't think she uses that title, but she helps people turn their dreams into reality. And so mm. that's, I, I stepped into that and it, it, it started to unfold for me. So I could tell much more of that, that story, what happened after, but I want to make sure like, you know, when you're the podcast host, like what your audience <laughs> would love to hear, like, uh, that's the beginning of my story. And then that, that mm-hmm. decision moment. So, um, so let me know like where you want me to go from here. Or, like, yeah. Share. Um, I've loved what you share so far, especially the part about, first of all, having the awareness just to, just to see, uh, you know, what's happening in the industry or the path that you're taking and, it's such a it's such a difficult and a hard decision, and I think we need to highlight that a bit more because it's um, it's like transcending the 
the culture scape, which is like, uh, yeah. you know, almost like a, a massive sea of human beliefs and, and traditions, yep. which are oftentimes uh, relative truths and not, and not absolute truths, you know, like yep. I should take this job or I should, I should graduate with this degree or I should marry this person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you, and you know what, it's not like uh, paying the bills is not important. That, that's, that's a very, very real thing that you have to deal with. Yes. But it comes to the point where you have, you have to think about whether if you want to bend to life's necessities or you want to take a path that will eventually lead you to live a, a happier and more fulfilling life. And so, so people who are, are around that part of your journey where, uh, where you had to make that decision, mm-hmm. can you talk about like the, the challenges around that? Like, you know, I'm sure there's, um, there's families and there's friends and, and obviously the time that it takes to make that decision and to gather up and muster up the courage to actually yeah. do it. I know it sounds easier when you just say it and looking yeah. back four years, but it was a really huge deal f- for you, I'm sure when you yeah. were making that decision and a lot of things come up, you know, a lot of fears or anxiety and, and can you talk about like the challenges of making that decision specifically and what, yeah. what around you uh, supported you in making those decisions? Like what propelled you apart from that, uh, the Jim Carrey video? Sure. So the challenge is really, I mean, cause it took me a good six months mm-hmm. to really make that decision. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I remember this clearly that um, I was, it was j- early January of 2014 um, when I, f- it was the first time I actually sh- told my parents that I didn't want to continue uh, to get my doctorate. Um, and so that was in, my, in the middle of my fourth year, um, even though this has been uh, something on my mind for uh, probably several months. Um, but I finally told them and I, I was, I broke down crying in the backseat of my parents' car as they were driving me from New York to Philadelphia um, for my next semester in school. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, so first off, even just sharing what I felt it was true for me because, you know, the fear was like, well, they'll, they'll like resent me for it because they, they were paying for my tuition. Um, they, they won't allow me to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's that's a big thing I know in terms of like you know that's huge your own destiny yeah like with your parents mm-hmm. um, and yeah and just was really afraid of them rejecting me it was really just like a, a fear of reject rejection mm-hmm. um, which they obviously didn't like what they heard because mm-hmm. you know they had uh, invested those those dollars to put me through school for the last three and a half years right. um, but, but yeah it was it was a weight off my chest but then then started the next six months of, of going back and forth of which decision is the best to make. Mm. Um, basically just had in my head like the pros and cons of both decisions. Right. And the real challenge was internally in my, in my own head about which was amplified by my friends and my family because they were basically saying the same things that I was thinking in my own head just in their own way. But yeah, the, the fear of like, well, like, will I be able to make money? Am I making a wrong decision not wanting to continue or maybe I should just just stick it out and just like get my doctor degree, get a job and then figure out what I really want to do. That was my parents' uh, suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of battle of like what it was logical or what it was practical. And, and yeah, go ahead. 
I want to highlight that it wasn't like, you know, boom, you made a decision and you yeah. know, you're happy and you're living a fulfilled life. That, Like you said, you know, six months to actually gather up the courage to eventually talk about it. Yeah. And another six months, that's the process and the journey to get you to align yourself to where you actually want to be yeah. or figure out where you actually want to start. Yeah. And so that's a huge thing. And I think a lot of people who, who scroll through uh, social media and who are who are watching people, you know, share parts where, you know, oh, they made a decision and boom, their life changed just that split mm. second. It's yeah. not that instant. It's actually such, it's, it's a process. And once you make a decision, because it, it starts with that decision, right? Yeah. Once you make a decision, you pick a path and then it's, it's a journey. It's not like, you know, oh, you quit your job and boom, now you're happy. It doesn't work yeah. like that. So there's, uh, there's so much that goes on in between there. And and like you said, you know, you had friends and family who were, you know, talking this out with you, which is great. Because mm-hmm. I found that with myself that I isolated myself a bit. Mm. And that's even harder in itself, which is fine. Because if you if you want to process the emotions and the feelings and come to terms with actually talking about it, which is fine. But it becomes problematic when you actually get stuck there, yeah. you know, and, you know, two weeks, three weeks, a month. And it just becomes bigger and bigger and starts to overwhelm you. Yeah. So it's great that you you have that network or support, and for people who make such decisions, it's important to reach out to people who you know who sort of who who have your best interests at heart. Yeah. And uh, you know, really can show you um, with their love and with their support and their belief in you mm-hmm. that you can uh, you know you can actually do something else. Absolutely. Yeah, and just wanted to uh, highlight that. So, so after you make that bis- uh, big decision, you said that it took you about six months. Yeah. So what was the first thing that you did? And what was the first thing that actually like, uh, you know, you saw this course by, by, by Mary or you saw mm-hmm. her somewhere? And what was that? What was it that like yelled out at you? Like, this is it. Like, this is something that I have to do. Mm. What, was, what was that point? Well, it was a culmination coming to that because um, it was, I'd been studying personal development, like self-help books and listening to like inspirational like YouTube videos for about a year and a half mm-hmm. before making that decision or before coming across Mary's work. And mm-hmm. for her, it was really a soul connection. I really felt with her. It wasn't anything that she specifically said. I am thinking about that time. Like I can't remember a specific phrase or like anything that she promised with her program that like really like made the decision easy for me or like was like the saying like this was it it was just something like just the way that she taught was it resonated with my soul mm-hmm. like no and just something that just like it pulled me forward like knowing that I and in associating with her and learning from her that it would completely transform my life and she was offering her uh, a program of hers called the dream builder program and so maybe just part of that like ignited me too because it was like a, a three-month self-study program that she offered and like just the, the title dream builder it, it it really spoke to me because i had a dream i had a vision of what i wanted my life to be like but i had no idea how to build it like i had because uh, i had been studying personal development for a while um so i knew that you know you had to have goals or a vision or something in mind um but then how to actually like a stepwise process for actually building that that was something i hadn't had so uh, maybe it was just, it was that as well. It was just like having it in a structure that mm-hmm. would help me because prior to that, it was just like me picking up books and just trying to piece things together. Mm, and that's, and that's a great point. Cause 
uh, up until that point, you had been brought up in completely different system of thinking and doing things. You were already on a path. And so mm-hmm. once you decided to n- not be on that path anymore, you began a process of sort of almost like a, a re-education. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's vitally important because it's one thing to, you know, leave your job, but it's also important to figure out and, you know, actually do the inner work, see what resonates with you, see, see what yep. speaks to you. And then you have to be curious enough and be brave enough to actually make a decision. And f- like you did, you know, you know, pay for that course or, or read a book or, or, or do something that so- sort of pulls you towards it, like you said. And I do want to say that, you know, when, um, uh, Kevin, you were my coach as well for for three months and the Dream Builder program. And just like you said, you know, it wasn't specifically what you said, but because Mm -hmm. I had been following you for some time, Mm -hmm. I think for for a year or year and a half, that eventually one day it just uh, all accumulated. And I was like, okay, I have to do this with Kevin. Mm. Um, It it was just, uh, like you said, a soul feeling and a calling. And I'm glad I did that program and it helped me a lot in so many ways and it's uh, actually one of the reasons why you know uh, i'm here today on this podcast with you on it which is Mm. absolutely great it's awesome okay so um so you did that program and how long was that program with mary it was three months however Mm -hmm. after one month of being in that program i went to a live event with her it was an event of hers called dream builder live and she was offering um a year-long coaching program with her and it was like live calls every week. And that's like, so I, I continued studying with her after that. So yeah, it was a three month program that I was in, but mm-hmm. then I really started like a serious like mentorship with her mm-hmm. um, just a month later. So it continued on and it still continues to this day. And wow, that's awesome. So, so in that, in that year or by the end of that year that you studied with Mary, what were the, some of the changes that you saw like in your own, in your own thinking or in your own mm-hmm. behaviors? Like what were the things that you started to become aware of that previously, you know, weren't really serving you or weren't really, you know, aligning your, you with your, your, with your purpose or with your happiness? That's a really good question. Um, I would say that I became a lot more in tune with my intuition mm-hmm. and my heart really not only knowing what I would love, but then actually making choices in alignment with that. I mean, from day to day things, but to bigger life decisions still, uh, because, you know, making that one decision, like you said, like, you know, it doesn't change everything immediately. And also I found is that you have to make a decision multiple times. <laughs> you can't yep. just make it once because mm-hmm. otherwise like it'll, you'll just fall back into older patterns. And so, yeah, that, that, like I really started to learn and become more aware of my own energy and uh, the choices I was making and also my old patterns to, to release. Because mm-hmm. um, I had a lot of doubt in myself, mm-hmm. especially because uh, I, was, I, I left uh, a secure path or a seemingly secure path that like there was a lot of uncertainty. So I had to repattern that and just like to, to have a new mindset that things do work out for me, even when I'm, I'm going against the common thinking or the common uh, behaviors that is just so normal to society, to, to our families, to just people we know. And it changed everything for me. Like within a couple months, I, I got a new job working for my fraternity. I uh, decided to uh, pursue getting my teaching, what was it called exactly? Yoga teacher training. There we go. So I became a yoga teacher and and then I eventually started working for Mary Morrissey's company. But 
And all of that happened within one year because I started to change my thinking of what was possible for my life and started to really just consider and really believe that what I would love and like what I dream of is possible. Not just as a, just like a, as a consideration, like, oh yeah, I think I can do that, but a deep belief that I am in the process of doing it and then taking actions to align with that. That's powerful because it's one thing to consider you, oh, I think I can do it. And then like, just like you said, having that belief is what yeah. actually propels you into taking action yep. towards making things a reality for you. So uh, you, you talked about like old patterns and interrupting them. So what were the, some of the things or some of the practices, practices that you incorporated into your life that actually helped you get to, um, to the level that you're at now? Sure. The number one practice I'd say is study, is studying. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's, I find that and even to this day, like right now, that the days or, or even some, or not, not weeks, I never go a week without studying, but the, the days where I don't pick up a book or I don't listen to an audio that expands my consciousness mm-hmm. are the days that I feel that I, there's something missing. Mm. And so the practice, like, this is a deep practice of mine. It's like, I, I just pretty much never go a day without reading some sort of self-help book, listening to some audio or even an audio book or being on a class with my mentor. Like I, I'm still in a structure of support with her on a weekly basis. And so that practice has given everything to me um, because all the other things can shift and change like morning practices or gratitude practices, or I mean, there's, there's so many other things like uh, just uh, different awareness tools, ways of thinking, all of that can change. But the one practice that always stays constant is me learning because there's, there's an infinite number of ways to change our lives but there, like this one practice then keeps you in alignment with learning more of these other practices, if that makes sense. No, it totally does. It's, it's like the reading bit and the learning bit, it, that's your anchor. That's what keeps you grounded. Yep. And then everything else can shift and change as you, know, as you learn and grow. I know. So that's, uh, that's awesome. So it's inc- incredible to have uh, a practice that sort of keeps you grounded. And I've incorporated some things in my, into my own life. One of them is meditation mm, and yeah. reading is actually one of them too. And there's actually um, some studies done about daily reading and about having a daily practice. It's really good for self-esteem and, and, and building your confidence. Nice. And uh, as a bonus, you get to learn new things. Yeah. So, and with, with, with new habits and starting new habits, it's, it's, uh, I, I think it's important to start very small rather than to mm. say, I'm going to you know, read a book a day. <laughs> mm. So even like, just if you tell yourself, you're all right, I'm going to read one page today, or I'm going to do one push up today. No, that's, that's an absolutely great start. Cause why can't you do one push up? Why can't you mm-hmm. read one page? It doesn't take a lot of time. And once you start doing it, eventually it'll start to grow itself if it's something that aligns with your goals and your values yeah so yeah thank you so much for sharing that and um i see that we're reaching the end of the half an hour mark so i want to ask you what's the most important thing that you learned from like 2014 up until now has had the greatest impact on who you are becoming and who you are today as of now Mm. i think the number one thing is knowing who I am Mm. and 
everyone can listening can take it and it's like like the lesson is like knowing who you are like as um not only a person as a human being because that is equally important is what i'm saying is like that knowing who you are as a human being uh, mm-hmm. and understanding like what your desires are uh what your limiting patterns are like what holds you back um what you aspire to achieve like who you want to become like what the, like just what lights you up that's super important but what I'm speaking about is like understanding who I am is the most important lesson is knowing that I am more than my personality, knowing more, I'm more than my humanness because that's just a part of me. Like my personality, all of my thoughts, my feelings, everything that we can experience, I, the true me with the capital I am more than that. And the person listening, you with a capital Y, you are more than you're like who you think that you are. This has been known for millennium, millennia, that we are more than just this human self, that there's a spiritual nature to us and that we call, some people call it a soul or your spirit and can actually have times of, of connection with our spirit. I mean, it's, it's who we are, so we are always that, but our humanness usually gets in the way uh, most of the time. And it's not that it's bad. You know, like we have, I mean, we're in this human experience. So of course we have, we do relate with our human self, but the most important lesson, and this is, this is the most important lesson because when I started to have started to connect with who I really am as a spiritual being, then there's less of an attachment to my thoughts and feelings to the point where it's keeping me stuck. So I, I know that I'm more than any of these limiting patterns or thoughts or feelings that have been you know, holding me back for however long that I can change those no matter how bad it seems that I, as a spirit, as the soul gets to choose what thoughts I think, how I feel, what actions I take and all that, like I, I get, I get to control, even though sometimes I don't because the, the habits would run the pattern, like the, the habits, like, you know, control the actions or thoughts or anything like that. Cause that's, that's in a whole other topic is just that how our subconscious, uh, it controls a lot of uh, what we think and what we do. Mm-hmm. But when you connect with your spiritual nature and get to know that part of you, that is more than all of this, then you connect with the power that is greater than those challenges or problems that you see in your current reality and that you, you can transcend them. So I find that without knowing yourself, like knowing who you really are as that spiritual being, and not just intellectually, because listening to it, to me say this, and if someone's like, you know, agreeing and you can, you know, intellectually think like, yeah, that makes sense. I know what you're talking about, but there's a whole different experience to be had when you really feel that part of you so that you're not making decisions out of your old habits, but making it out of like, out of your vision for the future, like what you want to create. So well, that's, that made uh, sense. <laughs> oh no, it totally does. And it's such a, such a beautiful and powerful message and i love what you said and and so it's about getting to know yourself at a much deeper level so very quickly um so so the people who are curious and who people who are listening like Mm. what's one step that they can take or what's one thing that they can do to have to develop a a relationship with themselves at a much deeper level notice what you're noticing Mm. that's the number one practice like that that this spiritual tool or this awareness tool is the, the, the most transforma- transformational and effective tool I've ever used. 
is notice what you're noticing. What I mean by that is you can notice your thoughts, you can notice your feelings, but then you can take it another level. Like, so you can be thinking, realizing, okay, like my thoughts I've been thinking is like, oh, what, you know, Moin and Kevin are sharing are interesting, or like, I don't know, like I'm kind of lost in there, or I've had it, oh, I've had an experience of being, you know, connecting my spiritual self. Like, you notice there's these thoughts that you're thinking about what you're hearing. But then you could take that a level deeper and notice that you can notice your thoughts. The same thing with you can notice that you can notice your feelings so that it, it activates or stirs up inside of you this observer self or this spirit that is within you. It's your soul. And that's you connecting with it. It's actually not you thinking. It's, or it's not, not actually your brain just running patterns or just brain activity. It's you. Like you are there thinking that of like realizing and being aware that you can notice what you're noticing. So that's like, it's the simplest way to have a connection with that, I find. Wow. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. And I'm sure someone who's listening to this will be moved by this mm. and, uh, you know, get propelled or inspired to try something new and develop a, a greater relationship with themselves. Thank you so much, Kevin, for being on this show. I really appreciate you. Uh, before we go, what's, uh, what's one place or a couple of places where people can reach out to you, find you and, uh, you know, connect with you? Sure. So um, I'm most active on my Instagram account, which is you can find me at Kevin Francis Carton. It's my full name. And then just my website, kevincarton.com. And what about Kevin's hip hop journey? <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. Yeah. Feel free to follow the hip hop journey. I haven't posted in that in a while, but I will be soon. I love that. Keep doing that. It's, uh, it's inspiring because dancing is something that I need to work on too. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so it's nice to see you uh, actually putting yourself out there. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this edition of the Grow With Moon podcast. Thank you for all the likes, the subscriptions, the comments. I really do appreciate it. For those of you who want to take it a step further, I am developing a more intimate community on Patreon. Now, Patreon.com is a page where you can support some of your shows financially and get amazing perks in return. For example, if you come on to Patreon.com forward slash Grow With Moon, and support my show, you can get access to some bonus content, some behind the scenes content. You can be part of discussions and polls on what topics to bring on future episodes, what guests to bring on future episodes, and even have the opportunity to be on the show yourself. So once again, if you're interested in this, head on over to patreon.com forward slash grow with Moin. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to this edition of the Grow With Moon podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to my show so that you don't miss a future episode. Feel free to leave a rating, a comment. If you want to follow me on social media, my Instagram is the Grow With Moon podcast. Once again, thank you and enjoy the rest of your day.